Hello, it's Dr. Claire Allen here, and today I'm pleased to bring to you our session on faith-based leadership. I ran this session this week and shared with a group of people, and I was asked to put this podcast together so that those people that could not participate could actually have some of the content and be able to apply it in their personal walk. And I also thought it would be of great value for those people that are in my wider network. So please sit back and enjoy this podcast, which is all about having faith and believing so that you can achieve great things. In my office, I have a great big canvas which says, it is an ideal for which I hope to live for and to achieve. But if needs be, it is an ideal for which I am prepared to die. Nelson Mandela. You see, if you have an ideal and you have hope and you do believe, then you will achieve. You see, you have to have no doubts and you have to give it your all. You have to make a phenomenal difference in your life through faith because that's what leadership is about. So what is faith? Martin Luther King said, Faith is taking the first step, even when you don't see the whole staircase. You see, the first step is the hardest step on the journey. The first step is the one that you're taking, that is taking you away from your comfort zone or your consequence zone and taking you on a new path. Now, this is really important because the first step is the most important step in faith-based leadership. It is about believing in the impossible. It is about believing in possibilities. So I want you to think about that. And Martin Luther King also said, the ultimate measure of a man or woman is not where he or she stands in moments of comfort and convenience, but where he or she stands at times of challenge and controversy. You see, faith-based leadership is about us being able to be true and present in the moment, actually in the moment. Now, in the session that I managed this week, I actually took people through some meditations. And in those meditations, I took them through a process where they would be able to start using these techniques, these great techniques that would enable them to be able to meditate and go into a deeper place. So I'm going to take you through a slight meditation right now. I want you to close your eyes. I want you to take a deep breath in. Feel that deep breath from the top of your head down to the pit of your stomach. Breathe in and release. Feel relaxed. Feel your body relaxed. Feel the weight of your body on the chair. Feel the weight of the clothes on your skin. Let your mind be at peace. 
Take a deep breath in. Down to the pit of your stomach and release it. Do this again. Take a deep breath in. Down to the pit of your stomach and release it. Now start to release all the negative energy. Just release that right now and receive. Get yourself into the right space to be able to receive, to be able to be centered and grounded, to be able to be at peace with yourself. And when you're ready, open your eyes. Now obviously that was a very quick approach to getting yourself centered and grounded, to releasing things that are blocking up your mind, blocking up your chakras. You see, I believe that we have these chakras in our body. We have our head chakra, we have a throat chakra, we have a heart chakra, we've got our solar plexus, which is our stomach, and then down further, just below that, is our base chakra. As we release these things and as we start to feel the burdens on our shoulders being released, then we can actually start to feel at one with ourselves. So I want you to think about this. Anita Roddick, who actually opened up the body shop, she actually said that if you think you are too small to have an impact, try going to bed with a mosquito. So you see, I want you to start from the premise of knowing that you are not too small to make a difference. If you actually believe in something, you've got to give it all that you possibly can. You see, when you were born, you were born with ideals and hopes. And sometimes other people and other circumstances conditioned you to follow a path that you think that you should path, but you should actually follow. But in reality, you do not need to follow that path. You can follow whatever you choose to follow in life that makes you happy and at one with yourself. There was a program on TV that talked about Search for Arcadia and people gave up everything in their life. You've read books about people that have given it all up and gone and lived in a cave for a period of time. People who have just said, I'm going to opt out of this life. I'm going to opt out of the rat race. And then they travel and they search and every single one of them was in that documentary said, I searched the whole world and really I found that the answers were within. I've always been very fortunate that I've always known that, that the answers are within us. I don't need to travel the whole world. All I need to do is be able to trust myself and believe in myself. And this was so evident to me in the time that I was doing my Doctor of Business Administration. And I was actually doing some qualitative and quantitative research. And I had what I call in the coaching paradigm, self-defeating behaviors. So I kept saying to myself and my supervisor, I cannot do this, I'm not wired for this. I kept making excuses. And as a result, I was never gonna achieve my doctorate. So one day I woke up and I said, today I will have no doubts. I will crack this data set. No doubts. And I did. After 10 hours, I did. 
You see, when you really believe, you have to have no doubts that you will achieve. And this is crucial because people quite often say, but I did believe and it didn't happen. Well, I'm here to tell you that did you believe with no doubts? Because if you believe with no doubts, then you will make a fundamental difference and you will be able to shift from the impossible to the possible. You see, I believe that we need to be part of a different movement and I believe in the next decade most people will be searching for a sense of meaning. You see up until now people have pursued material gain and material things but in the future people will actually be looking to a search for meaning that is far greater, far greater. Gough Whitlam said, Punters know the horse name morality rarely gets past the post, whereas the nag self-interest always runs a good race. Unfortunately, we tend to back things on self-interest or we back things that are based on entitlement issues. I am entitled to this or entitled to that. But morality and the right thing to do is deep within our DNA. It is who we are. It is who we are. It is really important that we understand this because as we grasp this and as we understand this, then we will know that we need to allow our sacred heart to follow its right path. Like the Tao, consider the water as it moves in the ebb and flow, as it begins to meander. You see, you have to have faith to be able to achieve. I have been in many companies and people wonder why I can be so successful. And it's predominantly because I don't go in with a defeatist attitude, but I go in with a belief-based attitude that will make a fundamental difference and shift the course of direction of that organization. I've said this many times, but the leadership is the one leading from the front. It takes great confidence and belief. It is the ship that sets the direction. And if you can't stand up and set the direction, then who will follow you? But to do that, you have to have faith and belief. You must have faith and belief that you will achieve the results that you need to achieve. You see, morality, justice and truth are a rarity and they're quite often mistrusted. I am often mistrusted. I come from a genuine place and in the beginning when I go in and make change, people wonder, is this real? Why is she spending time running a leadership seminar? What is her motive? There is no motive apart from wanting the very best for other people and wanting to make sure that we are all on the same page because that is what I call plus plus action. It means that we can make a fundamental difference by plus plus action. That means working together. The more that I make a difference and I hand the baton on to someone else, the more they make a difference. And before I know it, that 10-year plan is now three years and we've achieved such fantastic things in a short space of time. You see, today people need something to believe in, something to hold on to. People need something that they can say, wow, isn't this fantastic? So Charles Handy talked about Shindigo items, people searching for little trinkets and things that make them happy. We all go to the markets. We come away with a bag of things we don't need. They're trinkets.
They're just things that have no meaning, but we just desire them at that point in time. If you've listened to my podcast on motivation and its centrality to success, you would understand some of these things about our intrinsic and external motivators that drive our behavior. You see, you weren't born to desire a BMW. You weren't born to desire all these other material things, money. They're extrinsic things that come along the way. Intrinsic things are our heart and they're based around faith and they're based around belief and they're based around something that is good because we were born as good human beings. You see, the choices that we make as a faith-based leader should be purposeful. Now let me just say that again, they should be purposeful. There should be a purpose to our faith-based leadership. This is really important. You have to have a single purpose when you want to achieve a goal. See, I don't clutter things up. I don't go into work and say, I want to do these 10 things. I break it down to one goal. I achieve the one goal and then I move to the next goal because it's single purpose and it's purposeful. It has meaning. And when it has meaning, as a faith-based leader, people will follow you. You see, faith is transmitted through our energy levels. If I have high energy, it will be passed on to another person with energy and that energy will transmit like a beacon and people will start to follow and faith-based leadership will actually, actually trump over any other sort of self-interest leadership by a mile. You see, Energy affects those around us. It's plus plus action. And when you believe to achieve, it is that power of belief that makes a difference that most people don't understand. But it happens. I can tell you I walk with miracles daily through faith-based leadership. You see, what we speak from our mouth is what's in our heart and it is our heart that connects with another heart. And it is our heart that works out what is genuine. It is our heart that is all-knowing. And that is what faith-based leadership is about. But how do you get there? How do you get there? Well, you get there by simply understanding yourself. You must first understand that people make major decisions in their life because of the sea push. They start in either the comfort zone or they start in the consequence zone. In other words, things are going along and they're bored out of their brain and they need to make some significant changes because they want to feel whole and alive. Or they lose everything and as a consequence they start to think about what's important to them. And then they start to go into this area of contemplation where you may be right now. That's part of the meditation and contemplation. Universe, I am open and receptive to all that you have for me today. And I step out here and I know that you will guide my path and give me the signposts through this day. You see, it's faith-based leadership to believe without any doubts, to give joy every day without any doubts that transmits an energy and an energy field that will create plus plus action, more positivity around you. You see, you do not achieve this highway to holiness by good works. It is by faith. That's where the rewards come from, by faith. Mother Teresa said, be faithful in the small things because it is in them that your strength lies. 
the first step. Remember, I started this podcast with the first step. Well, the first step is the first step, which is the hardest. But once you take that first step, then you will start to see some amazing differences. You will be able to actually have the courage and the strength to make the change you need to. Voltaire says, Faith consists in believing when it is beyond the power of reason to believe. (laughs) Quite often people have said, how can you believe in that? It's beyond your rational brain that that would happen. But I believe anyway. Mandela believed anyway, beyond rationality, that he would be free. A long walk to freedom, but he made it. He believed anyway. Helen Keller said, Faith is the strength by which a shattered world shall emerge into light. You see, faith is light. Your sacred heart is light. That is what faith-based leadership is about. Say to yourself, I am. I have the answers. I can make a difference. I believe in myself. I believe in others. And I will not be put to shame. And I will, I will achieve. I will achieve. I am achieving right now where I stand. You see, faith-based leadership is firstly believing in yourself and then walking out on that path, taking your first step on the highway to holiness and then understanding that as you've asked the universe and God for help, that along this path will come to you profound answers that will light up your path because you have had the faith and courage to step out. But one thing that I would encourage you to do as you step out is to have no doubts. Because when you have doubts, you send out this negative vibration to the universe. So it is important that you step out with faith. Have faith in your heart that you will make a profound difference. And my friend, that is what faith-based leadership is about. Even when everybody around you believes it cannot happen, you believe in the impossible and you believe in this plus plus action and you believe in positivity and as you do that then your world around you will change even if today is the only day you step out in faith-based leadership then I can guarantee that the first step which is the hardest will then lead to the next step and on that path it will get easier And whilst you may start off and it may be lonely, you will find like-minded people. When I started this journey, it was lonely for me. And it was lonely because I needed to really believe and understand myself. And once I did, then the pathway opened up and it has been phenomenal. And like-minded people have joined hands with me along that path. And I am blessed, truly blessed, to have found those people gravitate towards me. But I do know that they will increase because my purpose is of single focus and it has meaning and depth and it is tapped into my sacred heart which is pure and good like yours. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Many blessings.